Welcome to the Xbox Podcast. My name is Larry Herb, Xbox Live's Major Nelson. We're all here together. We're ready to go. Kind of move my camera a little bit of an angle here to give you guys a different to to, mm. to allow the real talent to come in here. Jeff, Rebecca, hello. <sighs> he said well, a nice thing about us. I don't even know how to adapt yeah, to that. So I had like six or seven gigs. Well, know? it's, it's great. Really great to, to go after. It's great to see you guys. It's uh, it's we we were off last week because the holidays and and work schedules, but we're back this week. It's uh, Rebecca's. You're still out in New York, right? You're still over there in the city. Yeah, I watched the fireworks from Brooklyn, which was pretty mm. exciting. <laughs> yeah, good for you. The Fourth of July, Independence Day fireworks. Uh, I think it, I, did we have fireworks here, Jeff? I don't remember. No, they <laughs> were in such a drought that they were just like, no, yeah. we're not, we're not lighting things on fire. But I saw your pictures, and I was pretty jealous. We are uh, and more country bumpkin fourth for me. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's big. That's 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 the big style. I'll tell you, we've got uh, we've got a little bit, a few things to talk about this week. We've got some news we'll talk about later on. We've got uh, you know what we're playing. I've got not one, not two, three interviews. Rebecca, are you a racing fan? <laughs> not really. I like. I like driving fast, but well, I don't know well, about that watching is, that's someone in, else drive in some it places. From there. Yeah, exactly. In some <laughs> places, that's called racing. Uh, Jeff's going to interview. Uh, we're going to talk about F1, which uh, is very big in Europe. You're going to learn more about F1 racing, which is uh, kind of those little. Yeah, from Codemasters, the folks that made Dirt 5 uh, this year. So we know they are they know they're very good at what they do. So looking forward to getting into F1, which is yeah. out this week. And then we're going to talk about, uh, I'm going to talk about the new Xbox app and Jeff. We're going to give you many reasons that you should actually update your app. So we talk about that in the interview. So, okay. <laughs> oh God! No, and then, I'm afraid to look at what I'm at right now. And then, yeah, could you show us? By the way, oh, okay. Yeah, this 85. is giving me a seizure. Yeah. And then, uh, and then also, we're going to wrap it up. I've got. Uh, we're going to talk to Elgato. Elgato, which supplies us with microphones and whatnot. They make all some sorts of great. You've got one there, the Wave microphone. Uh, we're going to talk about some of their new products, including their new camera, which I'm actually using right now. So that's why oh. I'm, yeah, it actually has a different view. I wanted to change things up for everybody. So those are the interviews we got. Rebecca, tell us what you're, what are you playing? What have you been up to? Well, not to jump ahead to news, but this week we announced the Echoing Void DLC for Minecraft Dungeons. And so I'm not, I mean, it's not out for another couple of weeks, but um, I took it as kind of my opportunity and reminder to get back into Dungeons. Yeah. Um, I also had never played Dungeons on a Switch before, but we just released cross saves um, or cross platform saves. So you a were testing. Ago. So you were <laughs> testing. <laughs> yeah, I was testing it out. So it was really easy. First thing I, you know, I loaded up my Switch and my character wasn't there and I kind of panicked, but then I realized you have to actually like go and push download from one platform um, to download your hero. And then I went back on my Switch. It was really easy. Downloaded my hero. And now I've been jumping back in on Switch. It's fun. Good. You set a control store in the Good tip. Good tip. Yeah, it's it's funny yeah. because we were talking. Uh, I was reading the comments last week on the YouTube because the video goes up on YouTube. And somebody was angry that you were talking about Minecraft on PlayStation. Like, why are you talking about that? And why I have to remind you that, first of all, Rebecca, you work on the Minecraft team, on the PR team and comms team, but Minecraft yeah. is on everything. So, And you are going to hear about other platforms on this on this Xbox podcast. I know it says Xbox podcast, but, but Minecraft's a big game. Yes, Jeff? Like, I'm afraid to talk about what I've been playing then, but uh, I, I want to go back... I, with because I do have I do have uh, dungeons on Switch and sometimes um, I mean it's just a really good travel game I love it so if mm -hmm. you would it, is there a place to go to like find out the steps to bring your character from Xbox yeah. or or PC over to Switch. <laughs> Um, I mean, there is Minecraft.net. We have a ton. Of, it's the community site. There's a ton of information. Dungeons has its own uh, page there. But honestly, it was a lot easier than I had expected it would be. Um, oh, you can kind of see Pumbaa's little butt over here. I was about to say, go back to that whole thing. I know. It's a I delicious looking hot dog. Oh, Pumbaa's great. Oh, I just yeah. saw the hot dog. He's oh, just relaxing. Just, oh. leave him just leave him alone. <laughs> that yeah. Nathan's hot dog. We're living the full New York life. <laughs> Nathan's famous. Joey Chestnut came over and you were hanging out and you left a hot dog. You know? This is all very over my head. I'm sorry. Live, I'm there a few, like live there a few more years and you'll get it. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I'm sorry. So there's so so you so I guess the the takeaway here, Rebecca, is that if you're playing Dungeons on another device and you want to enable play it on your Switch, as you you did, there's a few steps you have to do. 
Yeah, basically, like if if I had just taken my switch and left home, then I would have been in a, in trouble. In a pickle. Um, but you basically, yeah, but you basically have to download whatever platform you've been playing on, um, download the character or upload it to the cloud, and then that way you can download it on the new platform. So it's it's relatively easy. You just have to do some planning beforehand. All right, well, that's that's good to know. What what else yeah. you playing? You're playing dungeons on your switch. What else you playing? That's been most of it. I had a friend in town this last weekend, and so we were kind of out and about painting the town red. You know, oh, okay. Well, You've been like, living your life. Although it's been raining like crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's been raining so much here, though. Um, <laughs> maybe that's my other like new New Yorker thing is I have water damage in my apartment after this <laughs> last weekend. So, <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, it's it's interesting because I was talking to my families on the East Coast, and they're they're getting like Seattle style continue. It's actually even worse, you know, just the the amount of rain. Yeah. It's just like hot and steamy there. So so. Stay dry, I guess, as best you can. <laughs> you got fireworks that because I, of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you. What are you guys playing? Uh, you know what? I've, I've, I finally have I finished the first two chapters of Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life. 100% both of them. So I've been playing them, spending a lot of time in there. I had to play, I think, each of them twice to kind of really get the 100% and complete all the accommodations. So that's what I've been focusing on. I'm going to try for my third one, hopefully, this weekend. But I haven't really had any... any what else have I been playing? Um, oh, Rain on Your Parade. I'm just looking behind me. Rain on My Parade or Rain on Your Parade. I'm playing that. A little bit of Halo Master Chief Collection because they're always tweaking that and updating it. And there's a, a specific level in there that I like. I've been testing it on my backbone using uh, Game Pass streaming. So I've been really having a good time nice. with that. But yeah, I've been spending a lot of time outside. To Jeff's point, it's been uh, it's been dry here. So when, when in, uh, you know, you have to make hay when the sun is shining, as it were. A little old farm adage from Larry. You, you, you don't just learn about the games here. You learn about planting season and when, when you should make the hay. We'll be doing crop reports on the other podcast. Jeff, what are you playing? Uh, yeah, of course. So I finished up. I was talking about Scarlet Nexus on yep. our last show a couple of weeks ago. I ended up finishing that. And that was definitely one of my favorite games this year. Um, I got a shout out from the game director, which was really awesome. Um, so then I was I was looking around, I was watching Twalks this week on Xbox last week, and there was a, a game that looked really interesting to me called Imagine Earth. And the only reason you watched it is because you did the voiceover for it. I know this. No, no, it was, the, it was when you did it. I did it a few weeks ago. So, I mean, obviously I watch it when, when I do it, because I want to make sure I'm not going um too much, which um, I completely do. It's, it's a habit. You got to hear yourself do it and, and stamp it out. So... Uh, Imagine Earth. I just did it. Imagine Earth is a really cool game. It's sort of like I've always enjoyed these. I think they call them the four H. No, is that the farming thing? Four H. We're some back sort at farms. Like 4X, no, four X uh, games where they're essentially colonization games, and there's right. uh, civilization is like the perfect example uh, of that. And and there was definitely some vibes there where you go to these new planets, and they're relatively small, and you. You build civilizations on there and you trade with the aliens and stuff like that. It looked really interesting because you see the whole planet. And well, what do aliens small. need? What do <laughs> aliens <laughs> need? I, gold, gold mostly. It's, they're really not that much. Because they're going to make weapons to, to, distinguish, to, to extinguish the human race. So be careful there. I didn't get that far into the okay. game. So I thought that was a really interesting game. Then I played Space Jam, a, a new legacy the game. Yeah which is available for free. How is it? Uh, just across our platform. Um, originally, for, I think on July 1st, it was available as a perk for Xbox Game Pass. Now anyone can get right. it, whether they're on Game Pass or not. Old school beat em up. If you ever played like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, or uh, Streets of Rage, or Double Dragon, or something, very much like that, except you're using LeBron. It's a relatively short game. I think I beat it in 35 minutes, but a fun little romp through, and some nice... We can. Oh, I'm an uncle now, and I think my. Oh, congratulations! Uh, do you need to take yeah. that call? Do I keep doing the show, or do I see my 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 niece? You need to. Go, you need to go do that. We'll we'll I'm take care of it from that. here. We're gonna disconnect you. Okay, I'm gonna let you do that. Uh, good, good luck. <laughs> congratulations! Oh my god! Hey. Bye. I'll see. You I'll just. I'll just do that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when when, yeah. when when you're over here, that's the way it works. So I'm going to have to uh, let me let me see if I can bring us in here. Anyway, Rebecca, it's 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 going to be you and I, I guess, for the rest of the show, which is fine, because well, you know how it is. Uh, you know, we're going to have to do what we can do. So let's yeah. 
How's that? Better? Maurice, Jeff's off being an uncle. It's all good. Oh, I yeah. like that background. That's it's nice. Something a little different. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's Jeff. We heard what Jeff's playing. We heard what you're playing. We Thank you for the Minecraft update. It's, um, you know, people in the Minecraft Dungeons update. And there's so many parts of the Minecraft uh, universe. You're so busy over there on Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even for Dungeons. So the Echoing Void is our sixth and final dlc for now but we yep. actually have a lot more that we have planned for dungeons so stay tuned but for now just get through the dlc while you can stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned uh we're gonna we're gonna take a break now we'll do the interview since jeff brought you know we're gonna reset ourselves here we're gonna do the interviews we'll start this we'll start with jeff uh we're gonna talk about f1 and all of uh all the greatness that is in the f1 uh series in this great new game from codemasters Historically, Formula One racing has not been nearly as popular in America as it is in Europe, South America, Asia. We've got NASCAR and IndyCar over here, and oh man, those F1 races start pretty early in the morning over here. But things are starting to change. Last year, Formula One was the fastest growing professional sport across social channels like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That reminds me of where soccer was in this country about 20 years ago. That's when I started watching the Premier League, and you know, playing FIFA really helped deepen that fandom. So if you're one of the growing number of folks here in the U.S., setting an alarm, waking up early on weekends to watch F1, well, you're probably going to want to play the official game, F1 2021, available now on Xbox. And joining us now is Lee Mather, the Senior Creative Director of the F1 series at Codemasters in the U.K. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Can't wait to talk about it. All right, well, let's get right into it. Lee, let's start with F1, the sport. It's growing fast here, as I said. What do you think is the most attractive part of F1 racing? What makes it special to you? Oh, there's so many things that make Formula One a unique motorsport and an exciting motorsport. Obviously, the technology that's involved, it's, it's the absolute pinnacle of technology in, in automotive these days. But also, the, the drivers are all very exciting characters. There's a lot of very young talent coming through. And then it's such a global sport. You know, it, it's loved by people all around the world. It goes to multiple countries. You know, so, so the appeal is inc incredibly broad. So you, you mentioned the racers and how, how much of a draw they are for F1 fans. You, even I know Lewis Hamilton. Uh, so how do drivers like him and, and the other you know, 19 top stars uh, show up in the game? Yeah, I mean, we go to great lengths to make sure that we represent the sport very accurately. So for the drivers, we, we turn up at the circuits with a, a full facial scanning rig. You know, we have a, a bunch of guys who take a, t a ton of photographs, so we do the photogrammetry, but we also have a 3D scanner that we take to the circuits. So they stand there and the drivers sit there with what looks like a, an iron being moved around their face, you know, but, um, but it's great. It, it means that we can represent them very accurately. And it's a lot less painful than, a, than an iron in your face, which is, which is I, I would, think, why they probably agree so. to do it. Uh, so there's a new mode that sounded really interesting to me as, as an entry point, um, a story mode called Breaking Point. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, Breaking Point is a, it's a story experience that we've created in F1 2021. So, so back in 2019, we, we toyed with the idea and did a, a short feeder series into Formula 2. And we thought we did a, a really good job of that. And we did a great job of bringing characters and atmosphere and excitement to it. And we thought, let's take it to the next level. Let's do a full dramatized story in the world of Formula 1. And then obviously Netflix came along and did Drive to Survive. And, and the two just go together really nicely. So uh, as you mentioned, you know, Formula One's growing in, in success and, and people loving it more so in America. And I think Drive to Survive has really driven that. And, and now what people see in the game, that will also you know, really cement that further. Yeah, you're right. That Netflix series, I've been hearing some from some of my friends. So I feel like I'm just, I'm just on the cusp there. So in sports games, I usually get into like the, the career mode. And often that's, for me, something of a solo experience. I grind my way through the season and level up my, my player. Uh, but in F1, you can bring a friend along, as you would expect maybe as a teammate, but as a rival. Tell me how that works. Yeah, we thought that would be a very exciting dynamic. So as you mentioned, the, the single player career is something that this game has been built around for many years now. and It's been incredibly successful and, and it's really loved by the fans. But we thought what better than to experience it with a friend and then to flip that on its head. Why not do it as a rivalry as well? So as you mentioned, you get the choice of either racing with a friend at a team and uh, taking that team to becoming the, the, you know, the constructors champion or alternatively starting at separate teams and racing to try and become champion. And then alternatively, you might even find yourselves through the contract system actually getting a deal where you actually sign for the same team. So, you know, it really changes the dynamic over the, the single player experience. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Uh, so 
last time Codemasters was was really high up on our radar here at Xbox was late last year as Dirt 5 launched along the Xbox uh, Series X and Series S. So the team at the time, you know, they pushed the hardware, a very visually strong game. I had a lot of fun with that one. Um, and importantly, they continued to tweak and improve after launch as well, improving the graphics at the 120 uh, frame, uh, you know, speed. And, and, and it's, anyway, I know you have a very technically strong team over there. What have you been able to do visually and technically with F1 2021 now that you've had those Series X and Series S dev kits for, for you know, quite a while longer? Yeah, so something which is obviously new to the series for us, as you mentioned with Dirt, was the 120 FPS mode. So you get the choice on Series X of, of running either in a graphics mode or in a performance mode. We've also got the fantastically fast load times. I mean, I, I still can't believe how like instantly you press the button and, and you're there, you're at the circuit. Uh, but also visually as well, you'll see the, the increase in graphics fidelity, the extra floor cover, the extra particle effects. And also uh, on the Series X and, and S, you'll get the advanced uh, damage model as well. So you'll get to see more damage for the vehicles and the, the impact, the carbon splintering, um, but also the, the advanced tire model as well, advanced tire damage. So all of those things uh, have allowed us to, the extra performance has allowed us to really showcase those areas of the game. Very cool. Very cool, Lee. La last thing, I'm thinking of jumping in. I've been watching these videos. I've been, my friends have been watching that Netflix series. Uh, and so what's, where's this the best place for me to start? Oh, I mean, de definitely. I think the thing that's going to get everybody playing first is going to be jumping to Breaking Point. You know, Breaking Point's a really great way to learn about the sport, to also get excited by the characters and behind the scenes in the world of Formula One. And also it's a nicely balanced experience. So you can choose to play it from a casual perspective and make it much easier. You can make it a more challenging on-track experience, or you can obviously turn the difficulty up and, and make it a, a far more challenging experience. So I think that's a great entry point to the series for anybody who's really new to Formula One and wants to see what it's all about sounds perfect that's where i'm gonna start and i can start that today as f1 2021 the official video game is out now on xbox thanks so much lee one of the many ways that gamers stay connected is of course with their mobile device michael kalilian is with me michael you handle and work on the xbox app which a lot of people find on their mobile devices welcome to the show thanks larry thanks for having me on Got to tell you, I'm excited to uh, to talk to you because you guys are constantly working on the app and making it better. Tell us about some of the things that we've got in the app now and that you're working on that are that people are going to see very soon. Yeah, so as you know, we relaunched this app um, last year in, in September, really in preparation for the Xbox Series X and the Series X. Yep. Um, and we really did that because we wanted users to have this brand new modern experience to fit in with their their new devices at Xbox. Um, if you think about some of the features that we launched with, um, remote play was really the the big net new feature that we invested in last year, which really fits into the the vision of Xbox of being able to play anywhere you are. Um, and so, with remote play, you know, users can be at the mall, turn on their console remotely, and directly play FIFA <laughs> from the mall. So we thought that was a really cool um, kind of net new feature to launch the Xbox app with. And then from there, we've um, really just listened to user feedback. We've been monitoring our socials. And the app socials. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know we all get pinged a lot about new features in the Xbox app. Um, but since then, we've really been trying to listen to our users, listen to our players, and add and iterate from, from the launch of the Xbox app. You know, it's interesting because you talked about you know, the, this remote play, which is you can see my console right behind me. Is I you talked about maybe people streaming to the mall or you know maybe to, yeah. wherever they are, but I know people that use it just to frankly stream to their bedroom, right? If it's in the TV room, they just uh, they want to stream it across to the other side of the house, and that enables them to do that, and it gives them the full access to their library and everything else there. So that's really great. Uh, but there's so many people use the app now, and a lot of people may forget that you can also do your console setup through the app, right? Which is a really, instead of having to type everything in with a virtual keyboard on the console, we've all got the soft keyboards on our mobile devices. It really helps this, this setup as well, doesn't it? Yeah, that, I mean, that was that was one of the big things that we invested in as well last year. Um, so in the unboxing of your Xbox, you can now set it up um, directly through the app, which is uh, you know a more modern, magical experience. It's sort of what users expect you know, when they're setting up a, new, up a new app is to be able to set it up through their mobile device. Right. Um, and, you know, it sometimes app updates and console updates take a long time, right, when you unbox them. And so this way, you can kind of turn it on, set it up and go do something else. Um, 
Yeah, well you're, having, you're, you're having a great dual screen experience because while it's it's getting its download and its updates, you're going through and signing in, tell, kind of setting your options so that the moment that this thing's ready to go, assuming you've used the 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 uh, the Xbox app, it you know you're you're really ready to go and start playing a game. <laughs> One of the cool features of the setup experience is um, is pre-install. So in yeah. in the app, before your console is even done setting up, you can choose the games and the apps that you want to be on your console right when your console starts. And so you don't have this, you know, my console is now updated. Now I have to install FIFA, yeah. um, which is a much better experience. What, some of the other things we've got is, of course, you know, we're sitting here, we're playing games on our on our beautiful screens and our in our living rooms or where have you. But you can also use a lot of people use the Xbox app, um, which is available in all your your, your finer app stores <laughs> to 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 share game clips and screenshots and the chats and achievements and notifications. I mean, there's a lot going on in here. I mean, you, you really have to have this app if you really want to maximize your Xbox experience, don't you? Yeah, we think of when we think of the app, we think of three distinct areas that the app has value. Um, the first one is what we just mentioned, right? It's discover yeah. and play. Um, so if you open Xbox app right now, you'll see sort of a Netflix-like experience with channels of game recommendations. You can see what your games, um, or sorry, what your friends are playing. Um, you can see what the most popular games on Xbox is. And you can really go straight from discovering a new game to playing that game directly on the phone. Um, so that's really the first pillar. The second one is all about social. And so we know the most popular features of this app is Xbox messaging. It's Xbox party chat. It's keeping up with their friends, um, maybe when they're not already at their console. And so we see Xbox messaging being used a lot for users um, setting up a play session. You know, maybe you're sitting on your couch, you're laying in your bed, you wanna know if your friend's online. So you can open the app, check to see if your friend's online, you see they're playing Fortnite, you send them a message, hey, I'm gonna be on in 10. Um, and away you go. <laughs> right. Um, and so social and just the social utility of being able to keep up with your friends when you're not at your console is one of the kind of the core user scenarios of the app. Yeah, I mean, just staying connected. That's that's really what it's all about. And you and, and your yeah. team really brings everything together again into the app so that you can have it not only when you're sitting on your couch or in your in your bed when you're playing your game, but wherever you are, you're staying connected so that you can really, and I know that I've done this is I've seen, I've been out uh, in my car and I see people playing a game. I'm like, Oh, I want to join that party. And I've actually had party conversations on my Bluetooth headset in my, you know, in my car. And it's great because I can hear what they're doing. And I still feel, I still feel connected to, to the audience. And that's really exciting. Yeah. We see, um, you know, some users want to use their AirPods <laughs> yeah. for party chat. And that's <laughs> right. something the app can, can let you do. Right. Um, and just speaking to that that interconnected piece, kind of the, the third area of, of um, how we think about the app is really as a companion to your console. And so if you open the app right now, you can see your entire collection of games. You can see which games are installed on which consoles. If you want to install a new game, you can free up space on that console. Um, and then you can turn on your console remotely and actually remotely control your console from the app itself, which we know is um, is a pretty cool feature because things like typing on a console could be harder than typing on a keyboard. Yeah, and that, that's absolutely true. That's I mean, that's what uh, we talked about that a moment ago, how easy it is. Your team is looking forward. I mean, can you kind of give us a, a, a clue? I mean, I, you, you mentioned earlier before we got started, there's an update coming this month uh, for the Xbox app. Tell us a little bit about that update and what you guys are planning maybe for later this year. Yeah, so July, um, we have our July update coming in a few weeks now. Um, as you know, achievements was one of the really big uh, fan requested features that we add back to the app. So we're super happy to deliver that in the last few months. Um, and so now we have achievements, we have leaderboards in the app. In July, um, we're going to add compare and filter and sort to the achievement awesome. experience. Awesome. So now you can, yeah, you can compare your achievements with your friends. Um, in addition to being able to look at your leaderboard to see who has the most gamer score that month, we added new filter and sort options just to give you um, more more options to be able to sort the achievements. We know some achievements and some users have hundreds of thousands of achievements. So you can now sort it by most rare, most right. common, locked, unlocked, things like that. Um, so yeah, that'll be out in our July update in the next few weeks here. Um, if you have the app, it should just update automatically. If you don't have the app, yeah, you can just search Xbox in any app store and find it. Yeah, it's funny because I, I, Jeff, who's on my on the show with me, uh, he and I have this ongoing thing about he just he's one of those people that never updates his apps. 
you know, who sits there with the, with the, with the big like thirty seven apps to be updated badge yeah. on his store. And I'm like, dude, update it. You have to update your app. That's the way you're going to get these some of these cool features that Michael's talking about. So, pro tip: update your apps. <laughs> I mean, just speaking to that, um, yeah. we launched the app eight months ago. We've done seven updates since then. Wow. Um, so almost every single month we've had an app update and most of those updates are direct feature requests that we see from fans on Reddit, on Twitter, through the app feedback. And so <laughs> updating the app and really getting that iterative value that we're adding is super important. And you're not, you're not just putting like bug fixes in the notes. You're actually putting <laughs> real release notes in the app because you're not one of those people, are you? <laughs> almost. I don't think we've had one app release that was just bug fixes. Right. Um, every, every app release, because we know, you know, it takes... It's more storage. It takes time for users to um, have to get that app update, and so we want to make sure the update button. Come on, Michael. It's not that hard. (laughs) We want to make sure to to add at least some value every month, and whether that's something like custom gamer picks, um, adding custom images back into messaging, um, even the ability to have the favorite friend online notification, which was a a huge fan requested feature. They want to know when their friends come online. Yeah. And so you now have the option to get a push notification when your friend starts playing Fortnite. Yeah, that's that's kind of awesome too. Now, as you so that update will be out later this month, and as you said, you up, you've been updating pretty much almost every month. What uh, can yep. you give us a little clue what you're planning down the line? I mean, I don't I don't want you to commit to any specific features, but what what are some ideas that you guys are thinking of? Yeah, so some users might have already seen some app users might have already seen last month in June we launched um, what we're calling Game Stories. So we launched that as an experiment. Um, That means some users have the experience right now and some users don't have the experience. And we did that because we want to test it out, get user feedback and really fine tune it um, before we release it to the entire audience. So we launched that in June. Um, And Game Stories really is our first foray into um, giving users new ways to interact with content on Xbox. Um, And so now when you open the app, you know, you can see those developer posts from Fortnite, from Minecraft, from FIFA, from Red Dead Redemption, and interact with that in a really mobile-friendly way. You know, we know stories, uh, Instagram, TikTok, these are the ways that users interact with content nowadays. Um, and it, it makes sense, right? Because they're very touch-friendly, they're mobile-focused. Yep. Um, and we, we, all, we always have our phone with us, too. Wherever we are, we always have our phone yeah. with us. And so for the Xbox app, we really want to snap to existing industry patterns. Um, We don't want to create something um, totally net new that's separate from um, what users are already using on on mobile and how they interact with content. So um, it's really cool. Right now, you can kind of tap through developer updates. You can uh, comment on it. You can reply to, to other users' comments. You can like comments. You can share those posts with your friends in Xbox messaging. Um... And this is really the the net new experience our team has been working on for the past uh, couple of months here. Um, super excited about the future. This is just step one. Um, so we're really invested in the stories UX. In the future, we're really looking to see uh, how. Way, hold on, use- hold on, Michael. You said UX. A lot of people may not know what that is. Explain UX. <laughs> yeah. So UX is uh, just the user interface. Um, when we think about. So UI is really user interface, but UX is how a user interacts with so that it's experience, the user experience kind of thing, right? R- right. Um, and so, you know, game stories is really just step one for us. Um, we see in the future uh, lighting up new ways for users to be able to express themselves on Xbox. So right now, you know, one of the big things that the app is um, is missing is the ability to share and customize your activity. And so that's something that we see as a huge opportunity. We see users asking us for it. How do I share my activity with my friends? How do I know what my friends are up to on Xbox? How do I customize my activity? So maybe you you record this really cool game clip. How do you edit that on mobile? Customize it, add GIFs to it, right? Um, add text to it. A lot of cool stuff we're working on that we're excited to get out for our users. I know that uh, it's it's you know all the great features. I'm, I'm testing an internal version right now, and there's some really cool stuff you guys have added in there. I can't really say too much more, but I'm really really excited. Now, if you want to get all those new features, as as as, as Michael said, you got to update your app. Okay, you got to you got to keep going, and you got to hit that update button, right, Michael? Yeah, and if you you know if you're on Xbox right now and you don't have the app, just open up the the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, Amazon Store, and just search Xbox. Super easy to find, and we think it adds a lot of value to to our players. 
Yeah, I think I think people really enjoy that. So, Michael Clearly and your team works on the amazing Xbox app, as you just said, available in all the finer app stores out there. Appreciate your time today. Let's get you on in the future. And we'll talk more about the Xbox app when you guys are, you know, maybe maybe in a few months when you have some more features out there. Yeah, I mean, we have a whole team dedicated to this experience now. We're more dedicated to mobile than ever. So I expect we'll have some some exciting new experiences in the future to come back and talk about. Well, on behalf of gamers everywhere, I want to thank you and your team for for really, you know, really making this one of the greatest uh, mobile experiences, a great mobile companion to the console. So thank you very much, Michael. Thanks, Larry. Big week for Elgato, a lot of new products coming out. Miguel Lozado, who's the senior partnership manager over there at Elgato. Miguel, always good to talk to you. Great to see you, my friend. Great to see you. Long time no see. Ready to see you in person pretty soon, hopefully. Yeah, we usually, crossed. we usually run into each other at PAX and you're like, hey, hey, come here, show me some cool products. So now we're now we get to do it for for fans and together. Um you guys yeah, had together. a you guys had a pretty big week this week. Uh earlier this week you announced some new products. And I wanted to get you on to talk about that. Let's let's kind of go through it. Just a little bit, little bit of stuff. Um, yeah, um, a few products. Um, you know, we're always striving to make things better for creators, for everybody. We want to give you guys production type quality at a consumer rate, you know, and, and that's our goal. We just want to help everybody create cool stuff. So, yeah, and you guys have done that. So, so you've got a few products, and I'm actually using one of them right now. So, we'll talk about, we're using a bunch of them right now, but let's talk about what, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the, with the camera or where, where do you want to go here, my friend? Let's go camera. We'll start camera. I okay. think that's what everybody wants to hear about, right? The camera. The which, I am, which I am using right now, and you're using it as well. Let's talk about it. We're both using. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, brand new camera. Um, we, we're really excited about this. It's been a few years in the making. Um, we, you know, 1080, 60 frames a second, no mic, because really who's using a mic on the webcam at this uh-huh. point? You know, they don't sound good. Um, you know, uh, we, we're really, 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 really excited for it. Uh, we made this with all type of creators in mind, anything from professionals to content creators, to teachers, to educators, to anybody. And, uh, you know, the sensor is something we're really, really excited about. Uh, but with all our products is the special sauce and yeah. special sauce is always our software. Yeah. So our software is probably... Um, one of the most customizable, so many options you can do ISA, ISO, you could do, uh, picture exposure. You can, here's a shot of the, here's a shot of it right here, actually. Yep. Right. So, you know, uh, zooming, uh, field of view, contrast, saturation, exposure, uh, right there, you see the ISO, it's an active response. Uh, giving you the actual ISO live uh, versus like just taking a few seconds to analyze it. So as you brighten yourself, uh, dim yourself, you're going to see that value change. Yep. Shutter speed, compensation, everything. We try to give you guys as much control as possible. And the button you see right there that says save, you can save the settings to the camera directly, which uh, I believe is the first. But So you can save it and you can take it somewhere and it'll have all your settings saved. That's that's pretty amazing. So, and you can see it's USB C in the back here. Um, that's that's pretty cool, Miguel, because it's it's say you kind of tweak it and dial it. And then what I love about it is um, I have it set up. I'm using it right now, and I kind of pushed it through there. And then when I change, like I, I have a different computer, a different Windows 10 computer. Like when I'm doing my Teams calls, it just all the settings are just right there, and I don't have to worry about re what's going on here, my field of view, and all that stuff. But a lot of those a lot of those features that you talked about in the software. Um, those are really cool because it's it's kind of like a DSLR, right? In fact, here's the Mac. I think this is the Windows version. We we're showing the Mac version a moment ago because it's available on both platforms. Yep. So both platforms, yes, kind of sort of inspired by DSLR, right? Sure. So, you know, we want to give you guys as much control. This is, you know, the basics. Um, and, you know, w- will we see new upgrades? It's probably software-wise. That's something Elgato is known for is yep. our post-product support for our all of our products. Stream Deck is probably, you know, one of the most upgraded products I've ever seen, you know, always getting updates, plugins, um, integrations of new products, everything like that. So that's kind of sort of what we put hang our chip on, I guess. When, when you look at the face cam, and again, you, you guys are kind enough to send me one, so <clears throat> I'm using it here. I mean, the, the, the picture quality, it's really that, that beautiful glass and this massive sensor that you have in the back there to give it this, this really crisp image. I mean, it's, it's really, st- and it's 1080p60, it's stunning. 
Penny P60, eight lenses. Um, we, we, we dedicated a lot of time. The team, the engineers, they worked tirelessly. You guys have no idea. Uh, we're really, really, really lucky to have everybody worked on this. Um, you know, we, we wanted something great for you guys as creators, as broadcasters, as educators, whatever the case may be. Uh, and finally, we were able to present something and give you guys something of that quality. So that's kind of cool. That's And when will that be available and how do they, how do they grab one? And what's the price? So it'll be it's available now. Yep. $199.99. Uh, you go to gato.com, check it out for your region, right? If you're in different regions, it, it will be different pricing and different retailers and how you can get it. But elgato.com yep. and available now. Yeah. So that's that's one thing. Now, we, we talked about <clears throat> the fact that it doesn't have a microphone on board because everybody, let's be clear, if you're, a, if you're doing a good stream or you're doing Zoom or Teams calls all day, you don't want to have that microphone way back in the, in the, nobody, you just shut it off anyway. And it's just nonsense in your, when you're going to choose your sound, you know, you don't choose it anyway, right? So you have this great wave microphone line. You've got the, the wave one and the wave three that I'm using the wave three here. But now, and I'm as an audio nerd, I'm really excited about this next thing. Tell us about this next wave product that you guys have. So we have three, but I think you're talking about the XLR. Yeah. Uh, right here is our audio interface, really. It's um, a lot of fans love the Wavelink software when they saw it, but they already committed or already purchased uh, XLR. So uh, we wanted to bring a way for XLR users to use Wavelink. So Wavelink XLR, pretty cool things about this product. Um, the knob kind of sort of works the same way as the knob does on the Wave 3. Yep. Uh, you can change, you press, it changes what you're um, changing, you know, between headphones, uh, gain, and PC mic mix. Um, but the, another cool thing is the faceplate's actually customizable, so is the knob. So uh -huh. we did that within mine. Um, it also should power all mics out there. Um, we've tested a lot of mics. Uh, you shouldn't need uh, phantom power. You shouldn't need anything like that. Um, it should have enough you know, oomph for it. And right there in the back, you see the captive mute that yep. everybody loves on the Wave 3. Yep. It's here, it'll be on the Wave XLR, so if you press it, it'll mute your Wave XLR immediately without any sounds or buttons or anything needed, so. I, and I gotta tell you, I'm so excited about this, pro because I mean, I know that I'm not the normal person, because I collect microphones, and all my microphones are XLR, which is kind of, for those of you who don't know, it's this, do I, let me see, if, let me get my microphone, oh, it's over there. It, it's the standard in in for most, for most non-USB microphones, let's be clear. So the the fact that I can have my um, some of my high end microphones and, and you can see it in the back there I could just plug it in and obviously I'll plug my headphones in and get access to this huge dial and the the other part of it you you know you talked about the face cam with the software the wave the wave software is very cool because you have a lot of neat things you can do in there with the low pass filters and things like that so there's some secret sauce in your software as well that you can use with your new microphone or with your new mixer Flipguard being one of the most Important ones, I think, for a lot of people. Clipping yeah. is a big audio issue. So, you know, buying this gives you access to Wavelink, which also gives you access to ClipGuard. And then the channels, right? You can have a music channel. You can have a systems channel. You can have different channels. You can control what you hear and what yep. your audience hears uh, by balance, too, immediately. Um, and it changes on the fly. Uh, one of what one of the coolest audio products that we've come out with software wise, obviously in our first, but we we're really, really happy with it. And again, you'll probably see some upgrades too as the future unfolds for yeah. for Wave. Yeah, one of the one of the neat features that you upgraded just for the for the Wave software for the current Wave microphones is the fact that you can lock the uh, settings so that your software doesn't override it elsewhere. And I noticed in the latest update, I got that, and I was like, "That's great," because you never know. You're like, "Oh, I set this thing, and then who knows? Mysteriously, something decides to change it. You never go back and look at it because why would you go back and look at it? Because you set it already. But you go back and it's changed." Yeah, so uh, a lot of other programs have their own gain or what they want your mic to be at, or they yeah. have their own auto detect. So it messes around with it a lot. So we decided, okay, can't control everybody else, but we no. can't control what the program does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we can fine. control what you know, what they control on our hardware on our end. So, so yeah, Wave XLR. That's and when's that going to be available? What's the price point on that? Available now at one forty nine nine nine. All right, now next up, you've got your microphone. I've got my great XLR mic. What am I going to do? I need something to put it on. I mean, I've got mine on this old uh, this old mic stand here, but you have you guys have announced not one but two microphone arms, right? Let's talk about those. 
I mean, there's, there's probably uh, yeah. still, it's, it sounds like, oh, that's boring. But yeah, this is a critical part of your kit. This is actually the most exciting for me personally. Um, my gripe have always been, this is a high-end one. We added this nice little pole that you see here that makes it uh, available to go over like your monitor. So that's how I have mine set up when right. I use it for like a camera. I actually use it for like a camera arm for unboxings, but it goes over my monitor easier with that pole. Uh, this one also comes with the weight. So if your mic or whatever you're using is too light and needs more weight, we, we have a weight change right there. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, 360 movement, you know, with the ball mount, um, really, really, really clean cord management, right? That's something we want to bring to everybody is super clean cord, cord management. Um, yeah. So this one will be 999. So with the next one, we're probably going to see here shortly. Um, but both mic arms, this one, this is my favorite. This is my personal favorite because right. I've always wanted a, a affordable, low profile mic arm. Right. Um, and, and this is it. This is it. This is a low profile mic arm. I actually have mine, uh, you know, coming in from behind my monitor uh, because my monitor is high enough to clear it. And yeah, I mean, it's it's I, I love this thing. This thing is is made my life so much easier. I can type underneath it. Um, you know, like you, you have your arm coming out right here. I've always, always or even like the high end, right? The high yeah. ones, they come like this. And I me personally, I've always not liked that, right? Like yeah. I was just, I'm just like, you know, why, why, why? And yeah, this low one, I think just takes the attention away from anything else and puts you in focus, gives you mic like front and center as well in a way where it doesn't really take away from you or your content. And, uh, and we're and super can, excited about and that And you one. can swing it out of the way. The other thing I really like, and I want to just take a look at this shot again. This, For those of you that have been around Elgato and Elgato fans for a while, something very subtle here. And this is the fact that it's the same connection on all your all your other parts. So I've got this arm here that I use for my lighting. I took it down. That's why I'm, I'm different lit today. But I wanted to show that it's this little device right here, which is so universal and so great because you can put it on any angle. You guys brought that right over to your new set of arms. So you can use, as you said, use the arm for a microphone, for a camera. I mean, it's expensive, but you could use it for a light. I mean, there's all sorts of things you could use it for, right? Yeah, so it, it, we, we want to make everything work together friendly yeah. um if you wanted to put a key light on the low profile mark arm for some reason yeah you could sure you know maybe for photography having a light so close to a product or something or to your shot um but you know it, it's it's all a big system we want everybody if you buy into elgato it's all gonna work together it's all yeah. gonna you know you're not gonna have to buy a new connector or worry about this or that it, it's all gonna work the same and you're gonna be familiar with it too so user experience as well so that's very important to us too all right the final product that we're going to talk about today is it's kind of an interesting it's 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 a stream deck but it's a little bit different so tell us what's different about this stream deck so we've seen stream decks for years stream deck man 2017 time has flown this thing has seen so many <laughs> software upgrades right so we thought hey maybe it's time to give the actual hardware a little bit of upgrades um it's still the stream deck you love and know just some quality of life stuff uh the dock is the same dock that now the xlr has had so it's uh not the little uh, dock base that we did before um and then as well as the connector but there's also just a little bit of Elgato-ness in it, right? So faceplates come off. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah. You can customize your faceplates, you know? So um, not only now can you customize the icons, you can customize the faceplates, uh, you can express yourself, you can do a full theme setup uh, for the industry, um, for gaming, you know, obviously kits with, you know, you know, Halo or Gears of War themed, you know, that's now easily done. We were, we were able to do those before. Took a little bit more manufacturing and more, more hard work, but now we brought it to everybody. And hopefully the plan is uh, in the future, people will be able to make their own. But right now we just have a whole bunch of static custom ones that people can make. Awesome. Well, listen, I, I this is this has been. I mean, you guys, you're, it's always great to chat with you. But I mean, it's so cool, good to see you and some of the great stuff that you and the team at Elgato's doing. It's 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 just it's 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 just great stuff. And if you're if you're just starting out and you're streaming or you're doing some content creation, this is the stuff that you really need to look at because you're like, well, I want to upgrade my mic experience. I want to upgrade my lighting or my my live switching experience. Or or now 
your camera. I mean, that's 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 some great stuff there. So, Miguel, I want to thank you for your time. I know people can find you on social. I'll throw your uh, I'll throw your uh, handle up here underneath here. And how do they find you? I'll just shout it out for those people that are listening, just the audio version. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter at mlozada.com, M-L-O-Z-A-D-A. Uh, I'm a big Twitter guy, so you can always reach me there, ask me questions, always available. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, Larry, for having me on. We're super excited. Glad to have the products in your hands, too, and get your feedback. And uh, looking forward to everybody else's feedback as well. All right. Thank you to our interview guest this week. Um, since Jeff is off busy being a new uncle, I will take us through the headlines. All right. And I'll join you as well. Pumba just woke up. <laughs> yeah, Pumba just woke up because yeah. Jeff's like, Jeff's gone. I, I, I can do this. Uh, we got we got a couple of, yeah. got a couple of news things before we wrap up the show. We wanted to make sure these are not all. It's not all the Xbox news, but see, these are some of the the big uh, the big things everyone was talking about this week. So what do you got there, Rebecca? Yeah, so first, not really news, but something kind of interesting. We released a music video to celebrate Xbox All Access at two all for ones, I swear. I swear. Well, it's funny. I, you know, when we, when we released this, um, I, I've, I talked about this. I made this, I think, I don't know if I shared this on social, but you know, Rebecca, I used to work in radio and I was working in radio when this song came. the right voice for it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I worked in radio when this song came out in 1994. So I remember, I think, I think, I don't remember what record company was, but they, they came and I, so I worked help promoted this record. And I think I did a show with them at uh, this place called Lake Compounds up in Connecticut, like in Bristol. And it was, it was so funny when, when the team released this thing, cause you gotta go watch, oh, go to news.xbox.com. Cause it's uh, it's the actual band. It's all for one doing a remix of, or a reversion of, I swear to some, uh, it's all there for Xbox All Access. Do you remember the song? You know, I actually do remember the song. I am not that young. <laughs> uh, I remember the song. I can't sing it aside from the moon and the stars and uh, the sky. I swear. Right? You, gotta, we got, we, you know, if we had Jeff here, we'd be able to harmonize because he's got such a great voice. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, some, there's, some, there's something about a good smooth R and B lick, and that's that's what this is. So I'm really go back, go check the video out when you can. So so that that's out this yes. that, that out that came out while we were while we were away. What else you got there? Yeah, and then like I mentioned, um, echoing void. Gosh, now I'm going to catch myself saying um since Jeff yeah. <laughs> pointed out the um thing. Uh, uh we released. <laughs> <laughs> we announced Echoing Void, which is the sixth and final DLC for now for Minecraft Dungeons coming July 28th. Uh, we also are going to be releasing an Ultimate Edition for the game. So if you're kind of new to Minecraft Dungeons or if you just bought the base game, you want to catch up on all the different DLCs, you can get the Ultimate Edition and it's kind of the all-inclusive. It is right. all there. Package. All there. It's um, all there. <laughs> And then every time we release a DLC for Minecraft Dungeons, we also release a free game update too. So this one's is called the Gauntlet of Gales, and it's it's a maze. I've heard it's very confusing, but it looks like fun. Um, so you'll have to check that out, Ju- right. July twenty eighth. So a couple more weeks. Okay. Um, and there's also some new settings to the Xbox Family Settings app, which I didn't know a lot about, but it's actually really cool. And this is something that. I'm going to kind of keep in my back pocket as, you know, someone who works on Minecraft, there are a lot of different settings that I think if parents knew that they had the option to make them feel a lot more comfortable about their kids playing online. Um, like there's the option to approve like multiplayer access, which we released last, uh, just like a couple months ago, but for the new settings we're introducing, um, there's the ability to add money to someone's account. So if your kid got you know straight A's, you can give them like 20 bucks to spend uh, through the family settings app. But um, only if they got straight A's. Set. But only if they got straight A's. Only. <laughs> okay. Yes. I know. I got, um, I think I got 20 bucks per A, which was actually pretty good. Um, wow. But then I now, now, question. Yeah. Was, it, was it 20 bucks for A? Like, did you get like 15 for a B or was it 20 or nothing? It was 20 or nothing. That's, that's, I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but also in the family settings app, you can see their spending history, which is pretty cool. Very cool. Um, and then, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of good stuff to check out there. Um, and then also this week, MLB The Show 21, uh, having the all-star content extravaganza. Oh, so I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not a big baseball person, but I think there's a lot in there to check out. So, you have um, wait if you're in New York, you you need to go to a Yankees game or a Mets game. You got to do that for me. 
I've been told that I'm supposed to cheer for the Mets and not the Yankees. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that that you should or shouldn't. You decide what you want to do. And I'm saying you should at least experience <laughs> both of those those fabulous parks. Right. So I would love to. I mean, I do kind of want to root for the Yankees. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I will I remain undecided about which, don't, which baseball don't team. Don't torch her in the YouTube comments, please. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, yeah. Maybe that was a mistake. Um, and then, you know, Jeff Jeff met with the team from Codemasters, but F1 2021 yep. released uh, this week. So if you want to check it out, there's uh, we have a bunch of tips on Xbox Wire for making the most out of your digital driving experience. Yes. Um, and then a couple more things. Civilization Six, the anthology whole bundle. Um, which are you a Civ fan? Released are, are you a Civ fan? I'm not. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people that are, and I know E used to be on the show. He would he he still plays Civ to this day. He's still going at it. So it's yeah. great. It's such a great game. <laughs> yeah. No, I I understand the value. It's just I, I don't know. There's something about it that makes me think that it's a lot of a time sink. But then I guess I also played the crap out of Skyrim. So yeah, you, you could say that about any game, there. Rebecca. You could say that about <laughs> any game or any hobby, to be honest with you. <laughs> yep. Um, and then last, we have UFC Four arriving oh. on EA Play, which is included for all Xbox Game Pass, Game Ultimate. Pass Ultimate members. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. So uh, go into UFC 4, break a leg. Uh, or if you're or don't. McGregor, try or not don't. to break your other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be careful. I didn't realize yeah, you were a UFC I didn't realize you were a UFC fan. Yeah, I mostly go to the parties for the uh, unhealthy <laughs> snacks. and uh, But no, I, I, I like UFC. I like fighting. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, that's all, that's all I right. just like any, I like any sports. So, yeah. Are you going to go out to the, um, the US Open out in Flushing? in august late august early september oh. tennis uh probably not i take it back i guess not all sports are <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> please don't torture in the comments <laughs> all you tennis fanboys <laughs> sorry sorry uh, um no I, I i like playing tennis i just i haven't been able to get into watching it as a spectator um, but then yeah. kind of the opposite yeah but then the opposite with fighting like i like watching fighting but I w- I'm content to just watch. <laughs> well, well, at the very least, I need you to go to a, a, a New York baseball game and enjoy uh, enjoy that. Yes. So, but because uh, you've, you've I been, think, to, I think that's you've been to a Mariners yeah, game out here in Seattle, list. right? Yeah, I think you've been to a Mariners game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's 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 yeah. a, just a, it's a lovely experience. So. Um, anyway, so uh, thank you for covering the news since Jeff is off being a new uncle. Congratulations to Jeff. So that's always fun to do. So congrats uh, to Jeff's family. Yeah. Congrats to Jeff's family. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who got, I don't know who I'll find out who, uh, who had the little one, but congratulations to him. Uh, anyway, well, we're going to wrap it up because we got We had a bunch of long interviews for you to, to enjoy. And now that we're just down to Rebecca and I, we don't want to keep staring at each other and you've got, you've got work to do. I've got work to do. Uh, you've got to get back to the. I need to take this dog out for a walk. You need yeah. to take the dog out, and I <laughs> always respect the dog. So, well, you'll join us next week. We'll be back in force all next week, hopefully. Um, it's been the summer's yeah. a little crazy with schedules and getting outside and taking dogs for a walk. So, um, thank you for joining us. Remember, if you if you like and subscribe and do all that stuff at YouTube, drop a note in the comments. Uh, don't torch, don't torch, Rebecca, please. <laughs> um, but uh, you can you can follow me on on Twitter at Major Nelson and the, I'm uh, Rebecca is one of the like ten people I follow so you can just go find her as well. You get are you getting a lot of noise from me in your Twitter stream from uh, from me following you? It's not too bad. I need to use Twitter more often. I'm more of a lurker than a tweeter myself, but right. Right. it's all that, good. That's fair. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next yeah. week, Rebecca. Thanks. Stay cool and stay or stay dry out there. I should say, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. Bye.